0: Good evening. I'm Eddie Scott Yazzie with the Navajo Health Command Operations Center Public Information Section. Tonight's program, COVID-19 Prevention and Awareness, is brought to you by the Navajo Health Command Operations Center, working under the Navajo Department of Health in Window Rock, Arizona. Prevent COVID-19. Here is Navajo Nation President Jonathan Nez.
1: We're going to look at the updated uh, information for the uh, situation... Uh, report that we received. Uh, the new numbers indicate since the start of the pandemic 29,551 uh, of our Navajo citizens have uh, contracted the virus. That's the total confirmed cases. Uh, those that uh, utilize the healthcare facilities here on Navajo are, are living here on the Navajo Nation. Of course, Half our population live off the Navajo Nation, so those numbers are not detailed in this report, but we just want to let you know those healthcare facilities that some of our Navajo people utilize that live off the nation, those numbers will also be uh, included in, in these updated reports. So uh, total recovered cases of this point, 15,999 have uh, recovered. And uh, total deaths, uh, 1,145. And uh, we, we update you uh, on these numbers on a daily basis. We're coming on a one-year, and what we want to do here on the Navajo Nation is uh, do a memorial, a uh, candlelight, uh, vigil type of uh, event, a ceremony, just to acknowledge and recognize and to also encourage our Navajo people to pray for the over 1,145 families who lost loved ones here on the Navajo Nation. And I'm sure there are many more uh, throughout the world. We got Navajos everywhere, uh, but we want to also uh, pay our respects to those that have lost their lives to COVID-19. So we'll be sharing that with you. Of course, it's not gonna be a big gathering, because of the COVID-19 CDC restrictions, Uh, but we will bring you live footage through this type of uh, venue. We haven't had these uh, types of numbers since this past summer. Right around August, September, and October, we had some very low numbers. Yesterday, our 24-hour case count was 15 positive cases, and uh, you know that that's in 24 hours, so that's uh, pretty much uh, a low uh, for us in some time. And then you see, once we hit Labor Day, it skyrocketed all the way into the holiday season, and now we're we're coming uh, back down. And and it is very difficult to keep numbers down once it takes off like that. And so what we're doing here. Uh, I want to commend everyone for their hard work in staying with the protocol, wearing your mask, social distancing, washing your hands with soap and water, uh, hand sanitizer usage, and then also also uh, staying at home. So we uh, appreciate the hard work that you all are doing uh, throughout this pandemic. And, uh, you know, Now's the time to unite here on the Navajo Nation. And if uh, you are not here on the Navajo Nation, you know, you have the opportunity to be that light within your community. Enough of this negativity, because the negativity also is a contributor to how you feel and also, you know, pushing back on on the virus, so you have to think positive thoughts and good thoughts, and you know it also reflects on how you were raised. You know the negativity that many people spew into the social media on the internet just shows how uh, you were raised and you reflect, right? I mean, we grew up with this. Our parents would say that uh, we, as children, we don't just represent ourselves. We represent our parents, our grandparents, and our ancestors. And so, maybe some have not been taught that. But I just wanted to share that with you. If you haven't been taught that, that it goes a long way to you know inspiring and encouraging your family and your community. Because what you say, you know, it will reflect back on your family and your children. And, and if you're not careful, your children will emulate, Im- imitate you into the, into the future. And then we wonder why our society is going in a different direction. And what I'm saying here too is that we need to remind ourselves of our way of life teaching because that's what sustained us up to this point. And that's what's helped us get through uh, COVID-19, this pandemic. So, you know, even those families that have lost loved ones, we reach out to them, you know, call them or or just let them know that you're praying for them or you're just checking up on them and encourage them and, and what they're doing. That'll go a long way in uh, bettering the Navajo way of life here on our nation. And what we want to do is be the model in Indian country, right? And that's what we've been doing thus far. Uh, um, Showing people throughout the country, throughout the world that uh, you can uh, push back on the virus if you put some uh, big effort and utilizing uh, our way of life teaching to get over some difficult times. That's the resilience. Uh, that this our people have, our ancestors have, and so sometimes I talk a little, um, talk a little tough, right? I mean, in terms of tough love, but some of us grew up with some more tough love than than what uh, we're talking about today. And, and if it offends you, man, you know, if Grandma were to get after you, uh, that that is extreme. But you know what, as you grow up and and later in life, you realize, man, I needed that. I needed that tough love because it strengthens me. It strengthens the people to uh, overcome some tough challenges in our life. And I thought I'd share that with you because it is not time for us to um, throw ourselves under the bus or get or get back at one another. The fight is this virus. The fight is all these monsters that plague our people. Of course, yeah, I understand we don't have the the, re, uh, the resources available to take care of all the problems, but we as a people can help in pushing back on alcoholism, drug addiction, depression, diabetes, cardiovascular disease, COVID-19. Once we reach phase one for 14 days, that's when our gating criteria will show that we're ready to start opening up more and more of our face, we're doing we're uh, being very uh, conservative on our reopening. I mean, we can adopt CDC guidelines, and lately the CDC guidelines have been becoming more lenient. But here on the Navajo Nation, our, our, our focus is the health and well being of our Navajo people. That's of utmost importance the safety of each and every one of you. I know people want to get back to normal. People want businesses to be fully open, Uh, the uh, parks to be reopened, you know, it'll come, but we just got to sacrifice some more of our time and also tell uh, our, our family members and community members by working together, we can bring back these numbers down to the phase one, phase two, our goal is phase three, that's the green. And uh, we can do that. And plus with the vaccinations that are happening on top of that, we can do it. We can do it. I know you've done an outstanding job, Navajo citizens, my relatives. And I know we can get through this this pandemic. Uh, We have contact tracers that are investigating these uh, outbreaks. Many of these outbreaks are from family and social gatherings, probably all of it. And and what they're doing is they need to uh, make sure that people are isolated and quarantined so that they don't spread it within their family or in their household or the communities. Again, we're encouraging people to wear your mask all the time. And we're even saying, wear another layer of mask. I, I wear... The um, one of the masks, and then on top of that, I wear a cloth uh, over that um, the gaiters, they call it. And you, you probably seen me uh, out in public wearing that. You can wear, you can do, you can get a shirt, an old shirt to cover your mask, or double uh, double layer it, or a handkerchief. You know, uh, we got these new variants coming out, which we don't know much about, but the, to us, the scientific community and the doctors and physicians have said that these uh, vaccines are pushing back on the, on these different variants. And so that's the good news. So we got to stay six feet apart, indoor ventilations. Now's the time to uh, clean out your filters uh, at your homes. Uh, what, what my grandma and my mom used to do, and what I do now, too, is in the morning, I open up all the doors, I open up all the windows, let the cold air come in, yes, but it also helps uh, get the uh, uh, the air uh, clean, uh, get all the old air out from the the night, and let the the cooler air come in. So ventilation is is important to push back on the on the virus. Of course, avoid gatherings, social gatherings. Uh, I know that churches are wanting to come back into operation. We're we're looking at. A process to do that. I know some churches are using the radio. Uh, people park outside, that's allowable, and the pastor speaks through uh, the radio waves, and people turn on the uh, radio to a certain um, frequency, and they hear the pastor's uh, sermons. And also with the medicine uh, men, Who are doing their ceremonies, only five, and it's social gathering. There's protocols in place. And so we got to continue to do that. And also avoid, you know, family gatherings. Now's not the time. I mean, even if we got the shot, let's, uh, let's not give in to, uh, what you see on the television. Some, some communities and cities are reopening. And look at what happened when they did that last year. Man, it just skyrocketed. This virus is very, very contagious, and we saw that happen. And once it goes up, it's hard to bring back the numbers down. Now we're at the all-time low once again. Let's keep it there by doing what we've been doing for these past several weeks. Early identification of cases in support of effective isolation. So, again, contact tracers, finding folks, making sure that they get isolated. And quarantine as soon as possible, and give them the information that they need to make an informed decision for themselves and for their community. Protect healthcare workers. So we got to continue to protect our healthcare workers. Many of them have vaccinated. They gotten their second dose. They're uh, wearing their PPEs at all time. We need them for the long run because we're not out of this pandemic yet. So let's uh, let's honor them and also keep them in in our prayers protect high-risk population. Many of our elders have gotten vaccinated. We we thank the uh, elderly for, for taking the vaccine. Even our PHNs and CHRs are going out to give the shots to our elderlies that can't get to the hospital. And so Moderna has been being used because it doesn't have to have that ultra-cold uh, storage. I heard recently that Pfizer may be um, lessening that cold storage protocol as well, but we'll we'll see uh, what the CDC says on that. Vaccinate widely. Our goal, remember, our goal was 100,000 total doses by the end of February. Guess what, everyone? We reached that goal this past week, 100,000. So with any goal, with any achievement that you've done, of course, you're going to have to do a new goal. And that new goal now is this But up to 120,000 by the end of February. So I'll come back to that in a bit. And we also have to find out if those variants are here on the Navajo Nation. It's all around us. But you have to do a special test for that. And so those uh, special tests are are being considered and will be going through the chain for approval. Compared with the U.S. and the Navajo Nation, the U.S. total doses distributed. 70,057,800 total doses throughout this country. Uh, The total doses of those 7 million that went into the arms is 52,884,356. So the number of people receiving their second dose in the United States, 14,077,440 people. And seventy-five percent administered throughout this country. Now, look at Navajo Nation as of um, so. If you look at the total doses distribute distributed, this this was uh, as of February eighteenth. So five days old, uh, one hundred and thirty-five thousand six hundred and eighty-five doses have been allocated given to the Navajo Nation. Total doses that are administered, meaning how many of the one hundred thirty-five thousand plus went into the arms of our Navajo people, a hundred and sixteen thousand six hundred and eleven, and that uh, is as of uh, February twenty-first, two days ago. Those are two days, two days ago, updated numbers. And number of people receiving their their second dose, twenty-eight thousand nine hundred and sixty-one. And that again, that uh, says so February 21st. Uh, the percent administered 85.9% of what we received have gone into the arms of our Navajo people. So that's why I was saying 100,000, we achieved that last week. Before the end of February, we have um, a few days left in, in the month of February Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, five days to go. Uh, I think we will reach the 120,000 total shots given to the Navajo people. That's our new goal, and I think we can achieve it by the end of this weekend. Uh, Sunday, I hear there's some slight snow uh, that's coming in, but I, I think most of it will be Saturday for a... site near you. We're doing our very best to get all the healthcare facility schedules and put them on for your consideration. uh, Those of you that want a shot uh, and find one near you. I mean, some have gone far distance to get your shot, which is okay, but you just got to remember wherever you got your first dose, that's where you're going to have to go for your second dose. So it's really better to Get uh, a shot close by, so you don't have to travel a uh, very long distance. So overall, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that is uh, my report. Uh, keep up the the great work that you all are doing, Navo people. Thank you for honoring your public health professionals, your leaders throughout this pandemic. Uh, appreciate uh, everyone involved. Doctor Jill, Jim who is going to be speaking uh, today, the uh, Navajo Area Indian Health Services with Captain uh, Brian Johnson. So with that, uh, thank you. And the Vice President has been doing an excellent job in doing the economic recovery work group and uh, getting those long hours available on Saturdays and Sundays. So when you come to a vaccination site, you don't just go home and then come back monday through friday to go to get your necessities you can do that on the weekend while you're already out out of the household so you know those are things that we take into consideration with our our great team that we have here on the navajo nation so uh, <coughs> uh, and he's a Les Do the stock vice president laison e kodona kana na shodon hayatsu o shigato sozo to eish keredo sadata shigato sozo koddo uh binata binata to kodoshi inha yaltio binanishi shoshona a sohshina, uh, vice president here na kodona missions in gido wa ke hitsu ara hat soda soda totsu ne gi so she kuna nishla, Jonathan is kuroshi, uhdo uh, vice president, turn it over to you. Thank you guys.
2: Take care. God bless you. God bless our nation. Mr. President, um and you as well, sir. Thank you for your leadership uh, and everything that uh, you have done and are doing. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, I Uh the Vice President, Comanche uh, Michelin, Twahana, Basis Chi Comanche Dushache Clasha Duhanella we appreciate our president's leadership in this fight against this this virus and um, real shortly we'll be hearing from our health professionals and uh, I'll be introducing Dr. Jill Jim here shortly for her updates and so we appreciate all of their leadership and everything that they all are doing the commitment the dedication to the excellence of uh, seeing the vaccination plan roll out the way it did by right? I mean, beating our goal. Besting those numbers and uh, setting new goals, and so we should all uh, be doing that. How can we become better, uh, you know, in this pandemic? So um, earlier, we, President, and I, early on a year ago, we're talking about if we got to be, you know, sequestered, if we got to isolate, we got to be away from the normal way of of life. uh, That we should become the better for it, and so certainly. This year has played out that way, those of us who are still, uh, you know, uh, working hard to mitigate this uh, threat, constant threat that we see uh, COVID-19 pandemic has played out. Maintaining a, uh, a great message that our people, you know, need to hear and we uh, need to uh, regard. I'll take us a step out and look at the surrounding areas, uh, New Mexico, Arizona, and um, Utah, and what, what does this virus look like? What is the trend? So, again, I'll just uh, give you some real quick numbers uh, since Last March, total positive cases in Arizona, 810,658. Uh, huge number. Uh, new cases, uh, 1,184. Uh, a few months ago, we'd seen cases into uh, the five digits, you know, uh, 10,000, 12,000 new positive cases in the last the surge. So, numbers are definitely looking better um, on the uh, downtrend, which is what we want to see. And what our health professionals like to see. So, um, again, remaining positive, I won't mention the number of uh, deaths here. Uh, Doing a deeper drill down on Arizona, Apache County. Total positive cases, 10,328. New cases, 47 within Apache County. Uh, Navajo County, 15,495 with uh, new cases at 18. So, great number there. Let's continue to bring that down. Coconino County rounding out a tri-county area that the Navajo Nation uh, uh, touches, 16,298 with um, 17 new cases. So again, numbers continue to look very, very great. Uh, New Mexico, 183,023 positive cases in this uh, last past year with um, new cases at 237 statewide. San Juan County, New Mexico, northwest corner and northeast corner of the Navajo Nation, uh, Northern Agency, 13,463 total positive cases with um, 11 new cases. So, great numbers. Uh, Gallup-McKinley County, our, west, our eastern neighbor here, 11,981 with four new cases. So, uh, tremendous numbers here from where we've been, from where we've been. So, great. Keep it up. Utah, rounding out our three states, 367,073 with um, 338 new cases. This is the lowest number that this has been since September last year. So five, six months ago, we've had, you know, this is the lowest number. So definitely uh, on the downward trend. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. San Juan County in Utah. One thousand seven hundred and ninety-six positive cases. Um, I don't have a number on new cases, so but there you have. And um, on the Navajo Nation portion of southeastern Utah, one thousand and fifty-five positive cases since last March. So uh, that area, sparsely pop, sparse population, obviously, but uh, still. Um, you know, uh, as the pandemic, as the virus has spread all across the United States here, it has touched all of these uh, areas here. So appreciate those numbers from uh, my staff, Adam degay, and uh, uh, appreciate those for updating it. And so um, lastly, I just want to encourage, as our president has shared, you know, um, being positive and um, without being uh, too critical, you know, again, we're all in this together. It'd be great if it could all rise. They say, you know, in a harbor, when high tide comes in, every boat rises. So I guess when this virus uh, came on our land, everyone was affected in, in one way or another. Some more so than others. So, what a great, vital message to hearken to, and all of you out there, to uh, be that um, that friendly face. That um, be that friendly friendly face that will. Uh, you know, encourage those of you and the lives that you touch. You are influential in your own sphere, your own uh, realm of the, where you live in the community. So, be a sage of, of being positive. We can turn it around and in a day, become more. Uh, I guess uh, enlightened and enlightened. First, we must be enlightened, and then we can enlighten somebody else, right? So, without further ado, um, I'm grateful to all of you. Shukran all across. Thank you for your partnership in this and your cooperation during these trying times. By continuing to follow the data and the recommendations of public health officials, we can continue to move forward safely and responsibly together. Thank you. God bless you and uh, appreciate, again, uh, your, your, your guidance in this. So, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Jill Jim, uh, Executive Director of our Navajo Department of Health. Take it away, Dr. Jim. Yeah.
3: Well, thank you for that. And um yes, I don't think we all expected this over a year ago. And we're all living through this pandemic. It's something I think we will never forget. But I know that there's a lot that we've learned. Um There's also a lot of um, collaboration and partnerships that we're working on in responding to an entire emergency where you can't really feel or see Sort of a disease um, that's invisible in some way through only droplets that we have to um, prevent this sort of infectious disease. And it's been quite um, the experience. I think over a year ago, we were um, introduced to this new disease that really had its name as coronavirus that became COVID 19. And then individuals were like, well, what is the taxonomy name of this? What is the official name? A lot of those things were still being created early on when trying to identify what this disease is capable of. And I think it really spread to the United States as well. So I think that's been the interesting part of this is the ability for this disease to to move around. And that's what we're seeing in these new variants. There are um starting um, the identification in new variants in South Africa, Brazil, and UK, and even at times we're faced with identifying new different mutations and homegrown variants here in the nation. And um, it's a very um, developing, um, I guess, disease, and we are using the tools that we have at our hand, not here on the only on the Navajo Nation, but with the United States, there's scientists working and dedicating their lives to researching how to stop this disease. But it seems like every time we find ways to say this vaccine is going to um, prevent this, there's new angles that we're faced with so. But the message always continues. And I think that's what President Nez and yourself, Vice President, have reiterated time and time again with the same preventive messaging. That's the only thing that we have at our tool. So I just want to thank you guys for your leadership too and continuing to um, share your thoughts as well and your um, encouragement of them for the Navajo people to continue to stay vigilant. So. With the messaging that we always just want to reiterate is that um, not really dependent on or any variant. The preventive messages are continuing to be the same, which is wear your mask, social distance, wash your hands, cleaning and disinfecting. And it's no time to let down too, because I think there are just because you got vaccinated doesn't mean that we should and we should stop any of these prevention messages because it has shown that. Um, Certain communities or cities or states that continue to practice these mask wearing indoors or in public still have a lower transmission rate. So I would say, um, please continue these practices. And first, I think we were hearing advice by December. We'll have some sort of normalcy. And then we got new information from Dr. Fauci and others that maybe until two twenty two. We need to keep wearing masks and doing these preventive measures. So recommendations are always changing. Um, and It's unfortunate that we're always going to have to be on some sort of defense to protect ourselves. And that's the reality of this, the very unknown of this disease. So, And then this leads to even new recommendations recently to wear um, two masks or a well-fitted mask is very important. So, And then wearing it properly is very important too. Make sure it's not under your nose or making sure there's no leakages um, on the side or on top and making sure that um, even with your cloth mask and there, there are multiple layers um, as well. So wearing a properly uh, fitted mask is very important. And so one mask uh, may not fit it, um, especially if it's just a disposable mask. And I hope people are adjusting to that as well. And then also the signs and symptoms of just COVID is um, similar to some people that might have allergies or regular flu. So that's where I want to just go ahead and um, just remind all the listeners that um, we are still um, encouraging the sign and symptoms of everyone to being familiar with that, such as coughing, um, shortness of breath, muscle aches, fatigue. Diarrhea, fever, sore throat, new loss of taste or smell, congestion, or redding nose, nausea, or vomiting. And then also understand that it takes 2 to 14 days for some symptoms to develop. And so being aware of the signs and symptoms is very important. And then the next thing is avoiding large gatherings as well. Continue to um, avoid large gatherings. Um, Even though you got vaccinated, there's still that, um, ability to not know and the unknown is what we all need to be prepared for and then we also have um, individuals still receiving either their hardship paychecks or either the federal stimulus funding so it's important to avoid large gatherings at banks post offices or stores maintain your six feet distancing double max try to go when there's um, not a large crowd as well so continue to do that also, when um, individuals have tested positive, I know there are some patients they may experience shame from others that might cause depression or anxiety. We are grateful that we still have some isolation and quarantine that are open with a few patients on to the city and Chinle. Um, and we do hear that um, sometimes family members are not willing to work with them or they don't have the space for them to um, safely isolate and when they come over to receive isolation and quarantine services, they're very thankful for that um, as well. So just know that um, we all need to stay Navajo strong by making sure we don't shame others is very important, not only for our own individual health, but um, individuals that have tested positive as well. And also there's a lot of people that are back to work or a couple of weeks, and I just encourage everyone to make sure they don't come to work sick, even though they might think it's a flu or allergies. And then continue all the safety precautions and report any incidents or exposures on the Navajo Department of Health webpage. There's a report exposure button in the last public health order. Um, I think the last two, we talked about encouraging businesses to report their exposures so that we have A better idea on how to control um, any exposure. So it's very important that we monitor these so that we know people can safely go to the grocery store. They can safely go to the bank. They can safely go to food establishments. So reporting any exposure as a customer or an employee, a manager at the stores is uh, very important. So, and the vaccine is here. Uh, We do understand that, um, the lines or access to vaccine events have kind of decreased, but what we want to encourage our community members and Navajo citizens is to even just, if you got vaccinated and you're in the phase 1B as an essential worker or an elder or a high-risk patient, if you know anyone in the community that you know that fits those categories, but maybe they're not getting help or either they don't know that that they can get a vaccine, share that information with them and let them know. And we can all do our part by informing and educating people that we know might have been left behind with getting a vaccine, even though um, they are an older person or either they are high risk. And sometimes it's very um, difficult to navigate our healthcare system because um, before the pandemic, I think we always use different Hospitals, and sometimes we might not have a primary care provider in some cases. So just sit and see if we can encourage just to identify people, your neighbors, your relatives, and your community is what you know. And um, that will help us a lot in getting people access to vaccines. So um, that would need to be a new message that I encourage everyone to do. Also, when you do get your vaccine, you're not fully immune. So also take the precautions that I indicated. That doesn't mean you should throw off your mask one day after you get vaccinated. And then um, that's what we're hearing. We are hearing that because people that are getting vaccinated um, may be taking their defense and guards off. And we don't want that. We want to still have everyone Uh, maintain these um, behaviors that help reduce the transmission of COVID. So as I talked about the new variants, um, we have not identified any new variants here on the reservation, but they have been identified in all three states in Colorado, um, Utah, um, New Mexico, and Arizona. So it's here. Um, and the behavior of that could be different, but we just want everyone to know that um, take all the precautions that you need to. Um, it has a different characteristic, and we just all need to be aware that they're not only um, out internationally now, it's been identified here in the United States, and all the epidemiologists and surveillance by CDC and others are keeping an eye on that. So any small peak of some of these variants in some communities or states is gonna be a red flag. So we all need to keep an eye on what that really means. We hope it doesn't happen, but we also know that it's possible. And so sharing this information and talking about COVID, I'm glad you guys join us in every um, other day to listen, but I hope we're all taking care of ourselves to relieve stress and maintain mental wellness and today if you haven't um, find a way to take care of your emotional health today either um, sort of take a break to watch tv read a book um, the newspaper listen to the news and social media maybe for positive things maybe something other than COVID. Um, if you uh, want to give a break to yourself also exercise if you have time to exercise today Take 15 minutes to take a small walk or um, do something to um, bring your heart rate up um, as well as cleaning or other things. Um, You can also eat healthy. Find ways to eat and make choices today uh, by keeping your plate green and colorful, um, by adding vegetables, um, fresh vegetables if you can find some, and also get plenty of sleep avoid alcohol use and drugs and make time to unwind and do other um, other activities with your family talk with other individuals maybe about your frustrations or just maybe to catch up because it is good to um talk to other individuals especially if we can't see each other in person and that can be done by phone email or social media so i just want to encourage everyone to take care of yourself and the safest places at home to stop the spread. So I just want to encourage everyone to do that. So I know that our partner here, and we work with the Navajo Area Indian Health Service every day. And so I'm going to hand it over to Captain Johnson and um, look forward to his presentation. So um, here you go, Captain Johnson. Thank you very much.
0: Again, my name is Captain Brian Johnson. I I serve as the uh, Acting Deputy Area Director for the uh, Navajo Area Indian Health Service. And um, I've worked here on Navajo since 2005 in various capacities. And just want to say thank you to the Navajo people for the opportunity to work here. Um, I've really enjoyed uh, meeting and knowing uh, many of you and uh, appreciate the friendship and uh, just the sharing of information uh, over the years. And um, But I would just like to say and, and, and to the general public in regards to our conversation on COVID-19, that yes it it has been a um a a long journey as as we've mentioned and um we've gone through uh two major uh waves of uh of outbreaks um i guess increased cases here on the Navajo Nation and um we've we've made it through and and we know that there have been some significant impacts here and we we certainly acknowledge that and just in uh, in commenting on this, I, I do. I, I oftentimes uh, try to remember just how important it is to express my uh, sympathies, my condolences to the Navajo people who have lost friends, family members. Um, I know it's been uh, just devastating, and uh, we we do keep uh, the Navajo people in our prayers and. And we thank you for for just doing everything that you've done the general public has done on Navajo. Um, I feel that it has been a remarkable um response by the Navajo people across the board, but it really takes the participation um, and and we try to we try to base our information as best as possible on science and what we know about these diseases so um, we Again, we do appreciate everything the public's doing, and we, we thank those uh, individuals within extended families on Navajo Nation. I think that's some of the most important um, sharing of information is through the extended families and making sure that people are hearing the message, if not here, uh, through the news media or through other um, types of media and information sources. Again, it can be tricky, um, in these, in a, in a pandemic such as this, because there are so many sources of information and unfortunately, uh, misinformation does, uh, enter in sometimes inaccurate information. And so, um, as always, we certainly recommend making sure that, um, any information that you're looking to the, the world wide web or the internet, um, that, that you look to a reputable um, site uh, such as the Centers for Disease Control and, and other known um, organizations that are, are true public health based uh, uh, entities. So, um, I've oftentimes said on, on this particular um, uh, session that, that we continue working within the healthcare system. Um, we all know that here on Navajo Nation, we, we do have um, some sites that are federally managed and some sites that are tribal health organization managed. And that's fine. It, it, it makes up our healthcare system here on the Navajo Nation. And the goal is to continue serving the Navajo people um, and to do that to the best of our ability and, and try to improve our quality of care that we provide here You know, throughout this pandemic. Um, we've not only, of course, looked inward at what we're doing within our hospitals and our health centers, but we've also uh, partnered with with many organizations that um, I've been quite impressed with in terms of their uh, caring nature, um, the way that they were um, very responsive and very interested in the Navajo people and serving the Navajo people. And, um, for example, um, we've worked with the uh, Veterans Administration and we've strengthened our relationships and how we can better work together uh, in these types of situations. And that that will likely lead to additional positive outcomes um, in the future in terms of how we can how our healthcare systems can tie into the VA and and, and uh, just, again, improve our quality of care also. And we've been very fortunate. Um, we know that uh, during the pandemic, we had a number of um, staff, unfortunately, uh, employees who also became ill. And it became apparent that we did need some support working in a rural area. Rural health care can be challenging in terms of finding the um, appropriate individuals who need to be in various positions, such as uh, uh, doctors, nurses. Uh, respiratory uh, therapists and others within the hospital uh, healthcare setting, and so we looked um, broadly and was able to um, to work with the Department of Defense, and and this is the first time, in, at least in my career, and working with Indian Health Service that we really had a, a, a really nice partnership, and we've continued to work together. So it's been many months now that um, Department of Defense, uh, through the Army and Navy, have had uh, nurse teams, uh, support teams, critical care teams on the ground here at uh, Navajo Nation and at various locations. Um, Some of those locations include uh, Tuba City, uh, Chinle, Gallup Indian Medical Center, and Northern Navajo Medical Center in Shiprock. So these teams have done have performed just amazingly well. We've been very impressed with their professionalism and just the way that they were able to um come in and and just fit right in and immediately start helping and making a difference in, in the lives of many here on the Navajo Nation, and we do appreciate that. Um so so our you know, the point being that that our healthcare system has maintained itself, has sustained throughout this pandemic. And yes, we've called upon partners to assist. Uh, and we've had, uh, uh, as I mentioned, uh, with the Veterans Administration, the Department of Defense. We've also called upon um, Team Rubicon and other volunteer organizations throughout this pandemic that have lented support, and and we've just been very appreciative of it. And sometimes in these situations of course we have to be innovative and creative and think of new ways of how we approach business and 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 we've done that and in my mind healthcare is the most important business out there we 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 have to do the right thing to to provide for our customers so um we continue as a healthcare organization to really focus um on um, several things. But um, in terms of uh, COVID-19 vaccine and vaccinations, we continue to um, really focus on how, how we can get the vaccine out and making sure that we do that in a very methodical way uh, to our to our whole public to our Navajo public and making sure that we um, schedule accordingly and, and get those schedules out. And it's, it's a little, it's not straightforward um, in terms of how the vaccination or vaccine process works. Um, we do get shipments uh, from uh, various locations around the United States of vaccine as it's produced and are manufactured, and it makes its way uh, to the Navajo Nation. Um, some of that vaccine is shipped directly to our uh, healthcare sites. And in some cases it's shipped uh, to uh, one central location. And then we uh, end up delivering that working with all of our healthcare partners around the Navajo nation. So some in, in the uh, general public may be asking the question, it, it seems like the schedule changes and it's uh, a bit challenging to, to know exactly when and uh when And a vaccination clinic is going to be taking place in your area. And what I just want to point out is that, yes, it is challenging for all of us. um, And and that typically on uh, every Sunday, uh, we do receive information about shipments that should be coming to our location. And ideally, those shipments will arrive on Mondays. Um, but in some cases, as it has in the last couple of weeks, we've had weather delays uh, getting the uh, vaccine here, uh, as well as other uh, shipping delays that have happened. And so we've experienced that on occasion. And we're just we, we have to remain flexible. We have to remain patient. And uh, I know on our side, we have to do our due diligence to make sure that we're doing what we can to uh, update everyone and, and make sure in, uh, folks are aware of, um, of these changes that have to take place. Um, so uh, doing the best we can, and want to make sure that uh, people uh, understand some of the challenges we face there as well. Um, we also are continuing to do our, 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 our testing at our facilities as well. And um, I know that um, at this point, uh, the number of tests uh, for COVID-19 have gone down um, uh, quite dramatically. But we are looking to continue keeping our testing up. It's important that we understand within our communities, are we still seeing positive cases? Are we, are we declining in those? Are we seeing mostly uh, negative cases or testing uh, results at this point? And we do look at those percentages to help drive uh, decision-making um, within our health care system. And um, one of our primary goals is to uh, get the positivity rate, um, you know, down below uh, five, 5% or below if at all possible. And so we're working diligently and, and again, continuing to communicate with the public about the importance of um, continuing the, those prevention uh, techniques that we talk about. And I'll, I'll mention those here in a moment as well. But, um Yes. So for vaccination and uh, COVID, COVID-19 vaccination and COVID-19 testing, these continue to be very much priorities for our healthcare system across Navajo uh, area and the Navajo nation. And uh, we continue to have uh, daily, uh, weekly meetings, conference calls with all of our partners. Uh, Dr. Jim oftentimes is, is leading those from the Navajo Department of Health. And just making sure that that information is getting spread around the Navajo Nation. And, um, again, I know that President Nez, um, did mention the numbers, but I want to go back and just reemphasize, you know, we started, of course, with zero vaccinations, just, just what seems to be a few weeks ago. And at this juncture, we're, um, over 116,000, uh, vaccinations that have been provided here on the Navajo Nation. And that would not have happened. Without the um, the dedicated public um, just reaching out, very interested in the vaccines, we thank you for that. We thank you for working with us and and keeping your patience as we uh, get through these uh, vaccination clinics, um, and we'll continue to do that. We we do have a schedule a schedule put out. And uh, it does get posted on the, on the uh, Office of President and Vice President on their uh, Facebook and uh, is also sent out, I know, through the Navajo Nation as well through other means. And um, we will continue at all of our service units to um, hold the COVID-19 vaccination, um, uh, both mass vaccinations, uh, which some of you may have attended and maybe set in long car lines, uh, vehicle lines, as you waited but was patient enough to do that, and you thought uh, it important enough to do that. And, again, we appreciate that. We're going to continue with those, and we're also um, at each location, you know, standing up and, and have stood up uh, vaccination clinics within our health facilities as well um, when as appropriate. So um, we encourage you to look for the schedule schedules um, out there and um to also make sure don't don't hesitate to call if you have questions about the time of an event the location of a, of an event uh we want to make sure that you are getting you the correct information and my recommendation is to contact your your local uh, health facility that you normally um visit uh, in order to make sure you're getting the most updated accurate information the um the schedules the, the vaccine schedules are subject to change Again, as I mentioned about um, as we get new vaccine shipments coming in, sometimes those can be delayed. Sometimes they're on time. Um, I, I know that everyone's trying really hard to make sure the vaccines are on time, that things do happen, and, um, and we'll try to make sure that we, uh, of course, uh, get that vaccine out as quick as we can to, to you and your families. And we just want to remind folks that, um, you know, vaccination, uh, the COVID-19 vaccine, is the safest, the most effective, and yourself, your family, and your community uh, safe uh, from COVID-19. Uh, that, and we continue at this moment with Pfizer and the Moderna vaccines, and uh, we do anticipate there will be additional um, vaccine manufacturers that will be uh, receive emergency use authorization uh, just as Pfizer and Moderna has received. And when that happens, we'll certainly um, participate and utilize those products uh, as appropriate. Um, I also I know that Dr. Jim touched upon the um, um, variants of the um, of the COVID nineteen uh, virus, and I just want to also say, you know, to the public that yes, we are we are very aware um, that these. Um, the changes in the virus can happen. Basically, you know, you might hear it referred to as a mutation. Um, you might hear it called a variant of the virus. And basically, it's just the virus itself uh, making its own changes as time moves forward. Um, it's looking at a way to survive, um, just as we humans look for a way to survive. Uh, a virus also looks for ways that it can um, survive in this world. And um, it's not unusual for a virus to go through these changes or mutations. Um, it, there's there's other viruses that this is seen in, and it's typical of viruses. And in this case, we do know, as uh, Dr. Jim reported, that in our surrounding states, we, we do know that there have been some cases of these variants or these mutations that have been identified. And so that's why it's so important that we stay on top of this and work with national uh, public health officials with Centers for Disease Control and state laboratories and um, state uh, state and tribal uh, public health programs to make sure that we're monitoring what we're seeing on a national basis because we want to make sure that we have the most updated information uh, for you during these types of conversations or uh, in other types of conversations regarding COVID-19. Um, Scientists and and laboratories around the United States are receiving uh, samples of COVID-19 tests um, to to check for those variants and those mutations to see, is it what we first encountered here on on Navajo Nation, or is it something else that's developing at this point? And so um, that will continue to, uh, to happen over the days, the weeks, and the months to come. So we'll continue to share that information as we receive it. Um, the The last thing that I want to, the last couple of things I want to mention is just to remind people that again, although we know that the uh, vaccine is the safest, the most effective way uh, to help uh, prevent the continued spread or transmission of COVID nineteen, we know that we still have to do those basic uh, uh, social uh, items of of watching our distance from one another, keeping a different, a distance, a healthy distance outside of your family members, um, your immediate family members, those living in your home. Um, I've given the story a couple of times now that, you know, I was in uh, Gallup uh, a couple of weeks, uh, these past weeks, and I've continued to see um, at retail stores and such uh, individuals being right next to each other who who are not from the same families. Um, This is concerning in that I feel like um, people are letting their guard down possibly to protect themselves against the virus. We still need to respect that six feet uh, distance separation, Uh, whether it's in a grocery store, uh, other retail stores, um, business offices, making sure that we're still respecting that. Um, We still need to be wearing our masks, and there are many that are recommending double masks um, at this time, uh, given the new variants that are that are being found and that the fact that the some of the new variants are uh, more highly infectious than than the uh, former uh, virus that we have been dealing with. So masking is being recommended. And then of course, washing our hands and washing our hands should always be something that we do no matter what. So I think we're all doing Uh, Probably a good job at that. Just need to keep that up with alcohol, sanitizers, and or good old-fashioned soap and water.